Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version... Fuck you. We're your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. And today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeyandwhiskers and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeyandwhiskers. We're going to talk more, <clears throat> more about them later. But first, I have a surprise for you guys. Is it in the so, box? Oh, yeah. First, let's see what's in the box. Second, I have a surprise for you guys. Wait, we get two surprises? Yeah. Holy surprise Blake, day, man. full of it today. So, today, uh, we're drinking Broken Fence Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Hmm. I like the way that looks. It's yeah. got a batch number. It's got a, it's got a high proof. I'm not going to read into it right now, but yeah, it looks promising. Yeah. Excellent. It looks fancy. It looks good. Oh, here. Well, while I'm fucking with this, though, uh, second surprise for you. So, I've been uh, not, not, I don't want to call it prepping, but like, it's totally prepping, just on a small scale. I'm doing like a bug out bag, right? We'll go more into the bug out bag later. But I also have a, a vacuum sealer that I've been using to do sous vide steaks and stuff. That's what I bought it for. But it all, turns out it also works really well for like food preservation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, you have to have a little bit of food in your bug out bag. You want it to be something that lasts, right? So I tried my hand at, at making... I'll show you. Like a sous vide brisket. You can fit that in your backpack. A <laughs> sous vide brisket. <laughs> That'd Look at good. this. Good bug out food. So this is the package that I made. This is oh. what it looks like when it started. Here, goldfish. That, my friends, is mac and cheese. But it's uh, dry noodles, and then there's uh, cheese powder and um, powdered milk mixed together. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not as good. Here, pass that around. It's not as good as, like, Kraft mac and cheese, because it doesn't have a bunch of butter and milk and shit in it. But... <laughs> It is totally mac and cheese. We just made some. Try give, put that in your cock holster. Just gotta get some powdered uh, butter. I get the spray kind. Now, to be clear, in my bug out bag, in my food uh, like container, I do have salt and pepper, which is what that needs. But that's that's raw. That's how it how it comes out. Yeah, you can drown that pepper, and it'll probably be decent. What do you reminds, think? Reminds me of the last time I bugged out. That's mac and cheese, isn't it? I think I got some fly in mine. No. No. The <laughs> That's sausage, bro. No, it's it's hamburger meat. So Katie made hamburger meat on the side, but I didn't want her to mix it in. But the spoon that she had had hamburger meat on it. So when I spooned y'all's up, you might have a couple pieces of hamburger meat. Okay. I was like, I didn't see any brown shit in there <laughs> when you chubbed the bag beforehand. Hmm. You need to add hot sauce to your... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely hot sauce. But yeah, what do y'all think? For uh, for this, this is how it started. Is this this vacuum sealed package. Hamburger meat. <laughs> Put hamburger <laughs> meat in there. Mm. <laughs> Just to be it. Spam, dude. You know spam lasts it'll forever. St- mm-hmm. It'll stay good in the bag as long as you vacuum seal it. Uh, I did think about like trying to put spam. Here, we'll talk We'll talk about it. First, let's take a shot. Uh, oh, you ready? Nice. nice. Whoa, good. that's 4th of July like almost. Oh, I'm going to do 4th of July was danger. I don't know about the rest of you, but I burned the crap out of my hands and blew up my car. <laughs> yeah, if you don't do that stuff on 4th of July, you're not an American. You support terrorism, and you're a pedophile. <clears throat> yeah, communist. Pedophiles. Right, drink right. some whiskey, eat some mac and cheese. That's an American meal right there. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got some meat stacks. Oh, uh, nice. oh yeah. Also. They're yummy, too. 
Uh, All right, gentlemen. Cheers. 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 That mac and cheese would go great with with meat snacks, which is also great for a bug out bag. Ooh, it's got some kick. Yeah, I do have some beef jerky in my bug out bag, but that was what I was just gonna roll right into that. Uh, so I've been building a bug out bag. Now, at first, I had uh, like one of the more badass style backpacks that you could get at like a sporting goods store. Mm-hmm. I recently transitioned to, and I know this is kind of douchey. But I've transitioned to one of the like military style backpacks that has like all the molly straps on it and stuff, just because they make them huge and you can attach with things a ton to of it. pockets and you can attach things to it. Like they've already fucking figured that shit out. You and can attach it, separate packs to the outside of it. So my bug out bag has like a canteen on the side that that isn't taking up space inside. You know, it's got. I have a one of those life straws so you can drink like piss water or whatever and it filters it for you you know oh nice have you tried that yet uh no i haven't because it's in a sealed bag and i don't want to open it you should try dog pee first obviously fire starters um cotton balls stuff like that to start like, fires uh, like uh the prodigy huh oh huh? sure fire starters no like drew barrymore <laughs> yeah huh <clears throat> yeah what's up <laughs> uh someone will get it so anyway yeah i have uh several different redundancies for fire starting um I have iodine droplets for both uh, the medical benefits as well as purifying water. <coughs> um, obviously, the canteen for just having water. Do you have a saline drip for the hangover? I don't, but I do have a couple small bottles of, of whiskey. Wait, do you have a, a special pocket for your tinfoil hat, or do you wear that one on your head? You, you have to wear that yeah, when you're when, when you're wearing you're the backpack. The you have to wear that. On your so head. let us clarify: when you say small bottles of whiskey, are you talking about airplane shots, or are you talking about seven fifties? Airplane shots. Oh, I have mistake. three airplane shots of whiskey. You need three seven fifties. That's <laughs> what you're well, fucking. Up. I feel like at least three of the the plastic soft sided little flasks, right? Yeah, I can see that. The problem I'm having now is space. <laughs> so space is a thing. So uh, make a new pack that's just got whiskey and cigars in it. Yeah, and attach it to the outside of your pack. The kids can carry that, right? Because it's oh, light. you're talking about the flask bottles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, it's like a uh, fifth, I, it's a fifth. Right? I did see a thing. So uh, a lot of people talk about currency, like currency in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, the the number one is cash because unless like we're having full blown apocalypse, cash is still going to work. Like if we have a tornado or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's important. But if you have, like, full-blown meltdown situation and you're living in the woods, cash isn't very valuable. So at that point, you want things like the next thing that a lot of preppers do is do, like, gold or silver. Um, But that may not, like, have value either, depending on – it's more of, like, like you could pay $1,500 for a gold coin, and in the apocalypse, it might be worth, like, a fucking chicken pot pie or something, you know? So it's it's not a good investment, whereas you can buy, like, bullets or liquor, Mm -hmm. that shit – <clears throat> that that's that's cash that's money some you know? great hash yeah some great hash. <laughs> bullets liquor some great hash you're fucking rich in the apocalypse ten dollar hash coins mm-hmm. so yeah i'm not i'm not focusing so much on on uh trying to have cash or having gold or silver i'm focusing more on like bullets i bet morphine would be worth a lot also oh, bullets, yeah, are, bullets are heavy is the only downfall yeah 22 bullets yeah those aren't as heavy and nine millimeter bullets which are hard to come by still, turns out. So, <clears throat> what do you guys think about uh, the bug out bag idea? I don't, I don't mind it because okay, so the way I think of it is like I, I have a bag, but I keep my guns and stuff in anyway, like my pistols. Mm-hmm. So 
why not throw the extra shit in there? And then if I have to bug out, then I have a bag, you know? Yeah. I don't have and, anywhere to bug out to, so. You I have can a, bug out, like, I have a bug out house. I just bug out my house and fucking. <laughs> Usually at the point you're bugging out, you can discover places. Yeah. But, like he was saying, it doesn't necessarily have to be an apocalypse situation. Like, if a tornado rips your shit apart, like, hey, yeah. at least I can camp out and be all right. Unless you left a bug out bag at home. Yeah, no, the bug out bag is like, we gotta go, run in, grab the bag, and you bail. Like, you, you don't have time to grab anything else, you grab the bug out bag and go. Uh, so yeah, if, if, um, a fucking hurricane floods everything and you've got a bail, like, you grab the bug out bag. If SWAT's coming down the street, you know, taking blast, people's blast guns or motherfucker. you fucking take the bug out bag and go. Not the back door. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, if you just have a fucking tornado, like, I could take the bug out bag and put it in the bathroom that I would like hide in if a tornado hit. You'd bug out in, yeah. And then I would have food and water and I'd be pissed drunk, but <laughs> <laughs> We found this guy in his bathtub, he was wasted. He threw up everywhere, pissed and shit. Woo. I know, I know I'm probably never going to use it, like ever. Like if I use it, it'll be a novelty thing like this. Or it'll be like I went camping and I'm like, hey guys, I've got an MRE. You want to open it? You know, but but I feel like it it wasn't a it wasn't a huge investment. I didn't spend thousands of dollars or something on this like stupid game, this concept, this you know. Mm-hmm. I, I spent there's a couple hundred bucks invested in it, and uh, it's not like I have shelves of fucking freeze dried food or something like. Where'd you put your Where'd you put your uh, shelter? My Atlas shelter? Yeah. Yeah, I buried it in the backyard, like a, like an American. <laughs> so I didn't spend very much on the bug out bag. I did spend $60,000 on the first hub of the Atlas shelter, but I still have five more hubs to go so that I can have a whole compound, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also spent quite a bit on, on uh, rifles for all my conscripts, which is you guys, by the way. Mm. Congratulations. Y'all, y'all all get Mose and Nagants, because you can buy Mose and Nagants for 100 bucks a piece. You know, it's a lot cheaper to do that with school buses. Barry school buses, I know. We've yeah. talked about this. Throwback. <laughs> but, at, dude, have, have, so, in all actuality, I don't actually have an Atlas shelter, but have you seen fucking Atlas shelters? Do you know what this shit is? Yeah. I've seen a no, little bit. No, I have not. It's seen an eight shelter. foot corrugated pipe, like eight foot diameter, right? That's the kind that they put under bridges and shit that you can walk through. Okay. And then they, they, uh, across the bottom, they put a floor, right? First thing. Then at either end, they put, uh, they seal it off, and then they do like steps down in in this other pipe, and there's a like a blast door to get into one side that seals everything. It seals out radiation. So basically, you have stairs that go down, then you have a little tiny tiny mud room where you can like hang your your outfit or whatever radiated clothing and stuff. Yeah, right. And then there's a shower out there. Are you serious? I, I'm dude. I'm for real. For real. And then you go through the blast doors and you're inside of your shelter. And the shelter has like, um, it's got a couple bunk beds. It's got like, uh, a spot for putting a computer and cameras and all that. So you can see everything. Uh, it's got, it's got an air filtration system that's hand cranked. So you don't need power and it filters the air of all of impurities. So you can breathe it and shit and like nuclear fallout. Dude, it's wild. I don't know if you know this, but you could grow your weed in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you got water and everything to it. I always imagine like like you're building a house, you drop an atlas shelter in the ground underneath it, and then you pipe all the everything through the house and out the ceiling, out the roof, and then build the house around it. So now you've got an atlas shelter inside of like your your uh, 
what is it like a safe room or something yeah i've seen i've seen <clears throat> ones built into like the island in the kitchen the whole countertop like lifts up on a hydraulic and you like climb up onto the and go down the steps my first, yeah. my first thought went to a spiral staircase that goes around your so just for everybody out there to, to be clear again uh one i don't have an atlas shelter i have one bug out bag that's and a bunch of guns because i like guns that's the extent of my prepping but and i don't even think that this is a real logical like uh solution to the prepping scenario however if you say that's not fucking cool, then fuck you, dude. Like, you're just straight lying. Like, I, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking cool. Like, if I was a millionaire, I would have an Atlas shelter under my mansion for sure. For sure. And it would have, it would be the hub that I can see every, you know, all the cameras and everything inside the safe. You'd have like a secret, like a, uh, bookshelf that slides out of the way. Or like you said, the center console or like your whole bed lifts up. You know, you'd have something dope oh, like that. Man. What what boy, like you remember when you were a kid and you're watching movies and like Batman walks up and touches a book and like the desk moves. Yeah, we all wanted a Batcave, bro. Yeah, that's fucking dope. This is a real life Batcave, dude. Did y'all see that thing with the? It's like a a dresser, but it's hooked up to Alexa, and the guy's like, uh, Alexa, we need guns, and the top tray like slides out, and it's got a bunch of pistols, and then it's like he, he's like. No, Alexa, we need more guns. And it slides in, and then the whole thing lifts up, and it's got, like, a bunch of ARs stashed in the inside of it. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, Can obviously, you... <laughs> you're never going to use that, but that's so such a hard flex. Like, yeah, for sure. It, I, I don't know. It's That's not for surviving in a zombie apocalypse. That's for just, like, impressing your bros and getting laid. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what that's for. <laughs> yeah, you can, like, hide your weed in it and stuff. <laughs> Alexa, we need more weed. <laughs> No, Alexa, we need lots of weed. Yeah. It goes from, like, the fucking eighth bags and then opens up the, the whole thing. You got, like, pound bags in there. There's, like, plants growing and shit. You're like, God damn it, Alexa. I don't have a permit for that. Look what you've done. Contacting authorities. <laughs> <laughs> fucking so, kidding me, bitch. You put one of those in your Atlas shelter, though. Yeah. And, and then you're like, you just... Alexa, show me the the living room cam. Alexa, show me the front porch cam. Yeah. Alexa, show me your cam. Show me your Dude, cams. That's, yeah, you said it. That's just a flex. Like, that's all it is. Like, you're never good. That's not even practical. Like, it wouldn't even work. <laughs> you just, you so just they, do it because it's cool. You just end up getting drunk by yourself the rest of your life in your fucking shelter, <laughs> watching your cameras. You're forgetting the key Dude, component here. Nobody would want to hang out with you anymore. If you're flexing this hard, though, you've obviously got enough money to do it, and... You're probably got your roof is made out of solar panels and you got Tesla walls for walls in your garage. Yeah. Like those just your whole walls are like Tesla batteries. And you have a giant compound and it's fortified. There's a fucking crow's nest in yeah, the middle dude. of it. Yeah. You have a berm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe a bunch of wildlife. That'd be dope to I I've told the story about when I was a kid, we'd go to the gun ranch. My uncle was a caretaker out there and he had all these wild Dude, what if you had a compound like what we're talking about, but you had like zebras and elephants and shit walking around? Like that'd be dope. Lions. And like and, why not just immediately go for lions? Right. You'd have a <laughs> moat with alligators in it, obviously. Dude, and you starve them. I'm pretty sure this guy in Oklahoma tried this. Or hippos. <laughs> you know, you're gonna yes. want hippos. Yeah, oh, hippos are vicious, dude. They'll probably kill all your lions while they're at it. And dude, just one anaconda. And you don't know where it is. Yeah, it just is in the moat somewhere. And an elephant, too, because elephants can run. All the guys are like out there wade fishing. They're like, this is so cool, dude. Thanks for inviting us out. You're like, we should get the fuck out of here. Yeah, 
I wouldn't I stand in dude, the there's water. Big, there's huge bass in here, man. I don't know where she is, but she's around. <laughs> and she's fucking huge. Yeah. Dude, Tyson used to let his tigers roam free in his house. <sighs> yeah, but he can knock them out. Just That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference between us and Tyson. <laughs> Those kitties get a little angry. Just, yeah, dude, but think about the done. litter box and, like... When it wants to get after your couch, like dude, those that's lions next don't, level. tigers don't use a litter box. Can you imagine a litter box for a tiger? Yeah, <laughs> shit. It's like the whole laundry room is just filled with kitty litter. Sand. <laughs> it's his kid's fucking play sandbox. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And there's some dude in there with the shovel, just constantly shoveling shit out there. Yeah, yeah I think those lions just shit wherever they want. He pays someone to clean up after him. Yeah, yeah. and as far as tearing up the couch, I don't think he's sweating a couch. His yard looks great. <laughs> So I don't know. Anyway, Atlas shelters are cool, and they're a thing. It's t- that's totally what it is, though. It's a bat cave. It's not that anybody thinks it's practical. It's just fucking cool. Yeah. Or you can cut the whole millionaire thing out and go straight for just having a fucking shelter in the ground, dude. So, all right, what would be the biggest flex? Like the hardest flex? Like it's not practical at all. It doesn't serve any fucking purpose. It's like just a prepper like- flex, or like just any flex. Because the biggest flex in the world is you buy a yacht with a pool on it, obviously, and and, the, you, and a bug out shelter in the yacht. Because <laughs> that's fucking that's some shit. You dude. need a football field on your yacht, <laughs> and underneath the football field is an Atlas shelter. Yeah, compound. Yeah, does all the same shit the ones in the land do. No, I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess like a prepper flex or or a back cave flex is what I guess I was thinking of. Because okay, so I'll, I'll tell mine. My flex that I thought of was you pull into your garage or you pull up to your garage and then you open the the garage door and then the floor of your garage just and aims down and then you pull your fucking batmobile down into the <laughs> the cavern underneath your garage and then it lifts the other car back up it would be dope if you were hanging out in your compound and like your motorcycles and your back your batmobile are right there and then you hit a button and something drops and you just drive them right the fuck out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm... Yeah. That's basically what I meant. Or a waterfall. I mean, you could drive them through a waterfall. But that's good flood insurance if you're doing all this shit. I saw one of those hidden garage fails where somebody had uh, somebody had the hidden garage underneath the driveway. You know, uh-huh. you can park a car underneath and then it drops down and then you can park a car on top. Oh, shit. They didn't realize that there was a car on top of the driveway when they hit the button to raise oh. the driveway to get the other car out and it smashed up. Into the garage. <laughs> you think they'd put a safety feature on that or something? <laughs> <laughs> they probably do now. It takes one motherfucker. Yeah, dude. I, I can hit the button on my garage and it doesn't close if there's like someone's foot in the way. Yeah, if you fart, it doesn't close. <laughs> you would think if you, like, you've got your Maserati parked in the garage, throw a fucking laser across there. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. I think it was a Mercedes G-Wagon. Dude, so okay, expensive so that actually toys, reminds me. Expensive problems, man. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you guys can fill me in on this a little bit because I don't know the full extent of it. But from what I understand, uh, and we talked about Ford versus Ferrari on our, our midweek, right? Uh, from what I understand, if you go buy a Ferrari and you're like, hey, I'm showing up, I'm buying a Ferrari, I got cash even, right? You know? Mm-hmm. I think they only let you buy like one of three models. And I think you have to drive that model around for a period of time before they'll let you buy like the really really like hardcore models like i don't think you can walk in never having driven a ferrari and be like i want an enzo like i think they'll tell you no i promise you if you have enough money you can probably yeah <laughs> well i don't, I don't know who's controlling like the used market <laughs> ferraris like but. i'm pretty sure if you buy it cash and pay for the whole damn thing like you can do whatever the hell you want not new not new because think about it those guys don't need money right like they're trying to preserve their brand and their brand has to be exclusive so if they had fucking 
Takashi driving a fucking brand new, you know, they, they would be like, no, dude, you get the fuck out of here. You don't get one. But then you get someone like Jay Leno who can totally afford any car that he wants, but he's going to be like, yeah, give me the starter Ferrari because I want to learn to drive it and be a Ferrari master. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to come back and buy another one and another one until I have the best Ferrari in the world and I'm going to be able to drive the motherfucker because he's yeah. a car guy. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, GT40 or the GTs, the new Ford GTs, mm-hmm. if you buy one, you, you have to keep it. You can't sell it. Like they make you sign shit. It's like, wow. Yeah. So I knew a guy when I was growing up, this dude was older than me and had like perfect credit. So he would get like zero down, pushback payments, like, you know what I mean? Like zero APR, all that kind of yeah. stuff. And he, he was into Corvettes was, was his thing. And so, uh, he would get on the list and there would be a waiting list for Corvettes, much like a lot of things that get released, right? He would get early on the list. As soon as it dropped, he would put his money down and get on it and he would get a new Corvette, brand new, drive it around for a year. And then sell it to somebody in line waiting for one. Damn. And then in turn, go buy a brand new one. Like, and he got to where he was just flipping them and he had a new Corvette every time one came out. Dude, so. Here, let's is, take a shot. This is kind of a trip, actually. Uh, <clears throat> back in the 60s and early 70s, uh, my grandmother raced Corvettes. Like, that's what she did. <sighs> that's got a little kick to it. So your grandmother's more badass than you are? Yeah, by like a lot. <laughs> Uh, and my other grandmother was a pilot, so, like, I'm outclassed on both sides. But, uh, no, my, uh... You're like, I play video games pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like, great or anything. But. <laughs> I'm okay. But, yeah, dude, she raced Corvette. She had a, a brand new Corvette in, like, everything from 66 through, like, 73 or something like that. Fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. That's this dude. He had a Viper and a bunch of other cars, too, but he would rotate those Corvettes. What happened to the Viper? I feel like I haven't seen a Viper in a decade. They're still around. Uh, well, there wasn't a lot they could... They they were far ahead of their time, so it kind of messed up. Like, over time, they couldn't trump it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah there's nowhere to grow into. Yeah. Well, I don't think they... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a cool muscle cars. car. Yeah, they're cool. They're super cool. But Dude, do y'all remember the Plymouth Prowler? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That was a cool-ass car. And those are hard to come by. There's like... 50,000 of them or something crazy. I did just see a uh, 2020 Corvette, and that motherfucker looks like a spaceship, for sure. Yeah. Dude, they started looking, like, about 2016, they really started going going crazy like with that. Looking, looking, looking yeah. into supercars, yeah. <clears throat> but, I don't know. It's cool. I, I like it. So, I got another thing. Uh, in my bug out bag, I got a new knife. It's in my bug out bag right now, but honestly, I'm probably going to throw it in my car to, to play with, because it's fun. Um, I got a butterfly knife. Yeah. Or a Bali song. So, me and you have played with Bali songs before, like, mm-hmm. for That's hours cool. and hours and hours. Uh, this is the a, best one. This is the best one I've ever had. It's a adult version of a yo-yo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is. Uh, people get weirded out about it. I guess it looks scary, or maybe it's, I don't know, it sounds scary. People are just like, oh, that's weird. Um, you just don't see them very much. They were illegal, I think, for a little while, so that has yeah. a little bit of stigma. They're not anymore. But, uh, but there's, I don't know, there's a secret to it. Maybe, maybe we should, uh, you know what we should do? We should film a video that shows the secret to how to not cut yourself and then just show like how to open it. Yeah. That might be a cool little <coughs> video. So check that out. Coming soon on YouTube channel. Yeah. With whiskey shots. But, uh, yeah, dude. So I got a Bali song and I'm, or a, a butterfly knife and I'm playing with that again. I will say that the guy that I bought it from is kind of a dick. Um, he's super cool in that he's talented in making knives. 
but he's a dick because he sharpened it as sharp as he sharpened like the cooking knife I also bought from him, <laughs> which is again in a cooking knife you want it to be sharp. In a Bali song, you don't want it to be fucking razor ass sharp. And this shit, you could shave with it. It's that sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to like go cut some cardboard boxes with it. I've already chopped myself once. Ooh, uh, I need chop. to go cut some cardboard boxes with it or something so I can get it dull. But it's fun. It's a fun thing. Dude, yeah, I really enjoyed playing with the Bali song while I was uh, while I was into it because they're they're fun. And I'm trying to think of uh, another word for it, but. It's like a fidget spinner. A butterfly knife? Yeah. Yeah, that can cut your finger off. The, the, yeah, that can cut you if you if you fuck with it wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't fall on it. They're, uh, th- so they're super... <laughs> they're super... <laughs> they're super... <laughs> super practical. They're really intimidating. They're super fun to play with. Like, it's everything you want a knife, right? It took you that long to fucking think of three things. It's sharp. It's made out of metal. And that was half a second. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't, so I don't know if they're super practical anymore because we have pocket knives that are way more efficient. But if you imagine it in a historical context, right? You can they open it one handed. Yeah, you can open it one handed. They didn't have fucking fine machinery like what we're talking, you know, like chainsaws and <laughs> Gillette Mach five thousands and shit. Yeah, things for real tight, specific, like uh, intricate work, like chainsaws. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so you make a knife that has like a couple handles that close around it, and now you can like be holding shit up with your left hand up on the wall, and you're like, "Fuck, I need my knife," and you pull your knife out. and... <laughs> And then you can cut. Cut all your fingers off, and then you still can't use your knife because it's not open. Why don't you just use a regular knife, though? That doesn't make any sense, Blake. I'm going to tear your shit apart. If it's a fixed blade, you just fucking pull it out and go to town. Because you want a pocket knife. It's the first pocket knife. That you just stick in your pocket? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want a blade. I get what you're saying. You don't want to stick a loose blade in your pocket. I was thinking a sheath. Just have a sheath and fucking... Oh, no. What are you... Is pirate medieval dude. Europe pirate, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but a I couple gotta stab shit with my knife. Well, pirates would have been a lot scarier if they had butterfly knives, right? No, we if they had pockets in their fucking pants. We conquered this with switchblades, which I guess are also dangerous because if it goes off in your pocket, you're hosed. And also illegal, still, right? Uh, I think double sided switchblades are still illegal, but you can buy a regular. Hmm. I don't know. It's cool. It's fun. Uh, you can win a plastic. I think board. of it like a yo-yo or a fidget spinner. But for adults, like, dude, I, I this motherfucker showed me a, a video of it's like a think like a cigarette pack, right? Like, kind of that size, smaller. Uh, and that motherfucker had three darts in it, and he fucking clicked a button, and that fucker shot three darts, like legit bullet speed. Like, holy the fuck, this is gonna tear some shit up, dude. Can you imagine <laughs> if that goes off in your pocket? That's worse. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah, oh. that's worse than a cell phone battery or a fucking I'd, vape battery going off in your yeah. pocket. It's I don't see how you would because you have to like it's almost like spring loaded. So you have to like slide a switch down and then it locks and then there's like a trigger on the bottom, like a button trigger. Mm. But trigger. even still, dude, that shit was pretty gnarly. <clears throat> so that's definitely mall ninja shit. <laughs> and uh, honestly, a butterfly knife is probably mall ninja shit too. But I don't know. It's fun. Honestly, for one adults, my, one of my favorite knives though is the box cutter by a long shot. You can do it one handed. You can keep the blade in when it's in your pocket. True. I don't know. I've had one of those stabbing in the ass before. Well, that's practical. And but is that your own fault for not putting the blade up before you put it in your pocket? No, like I slid the blade down and I sat down wrong and it fucking just pushed the out. blade out like only a you know one or two notches. <laughs> you need one of those one of those ones that folds in half. Like yeah, a pocket those knife. are cool. Yeah. yeah. Then you can. But at that point, also a pocket, pocket knife. knife. Yeah. 
don't know. It, there's an argument for different knives and different Butterfly practices, knives are but. not practical now, but there was a time when they were practical, I guess is my, my whole point. Yeah. And now they're, they're still fun to play with. They're cool. And it's not <laughs> impractical. Like, you can still do the same. Like, you can still open it with one hand. If it's sharp, you can cut some shit, you know? Yeah, I guess. I'm saying it's not I feel like, like a douche, though, if I'm hanging out with the bros. <laughs> you have your fucking... You're, like, ready to cut some steak at the barbecue pit. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> I need yeah. you to... <laughs> yeah. Go put that away, Blake. I need you to step six feet back. Yeah. Put your mask on. I don't care that you have COVID. That knife is fucking shit yeah. up right here. Ninja stars. This is why we don't allow guns at the barbecue. <laughs> it's already dead, Blake. You don't have to kill it. Shut up, nerds. I have fireworks and ninja stars. All I'm saying, though, is that it's also uh, intimidating, right? So, like, you whip that motherfucker out and somebody's, like, getting crunk with you. And they're going to be like, holy shit, that dude fucks with knives. A lot by himself. Yeah. So today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeyandwhiskers and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. It really is that easy, guys. Just go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeyandwhiskers to get started today. You'll get a free audiobook. Uh, Nothing to sign up either. Uh, Why Audible? Uh, Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Um, dude, they do shows that are like old-time radio with like sound effects and different act- voice actors, and like there's some pretty cool shit in there. Um, I, I'm, I've been listening to it, the Scourge series, and uh, which is probably why I'm doing this prepper shit, right? Because that's what it's about. Is um, on an apocalypse hits and like Shit. the the disease kills everybody right um so the one it's three books scourge series by tom abrams uh and i love it dude I'm, I'm binging it right now at this point in the book three he's talking about the coronavirus and shit it must have just dropped because he's like yeah the wuhan it started in wuhan just back in 2020 it's a lot like that but this one's worse that's that's he's talking about it in the book it's wild um so anyway yeah to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash whiskey and whiskers. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash whiskey and whiskers. Check it out. <clears throat> so at this point in the show, I would like to take a moment to uh, go into a couple of things in the news, right? Uh, so I'm just going to hop right into it. The first one is that the Arctic is on fire again. How does the Arctic on? How do you burn <laughs> ice? Yeah, <laughs> that's what the fuck I'm saying. Did they spill a bunch of oil or something? No, actually, it's not. It's actually like semi-natural causes i I, I don't know i I just skimmed the article it was something about like the ice melting and then uh this something about like siberia you don't have any fucking idea do you no but it's on fire (laughs) it's on fire yeah siberia's the other side dude panic get your bug out bags boys dude is that another one for apocalypse bingo can we check that motherfucker off the goddamn (laughs) poles are on fire uh in that in that audible book that i'm listening to there's a there's a little bit like a chapter on the president coming on onto the TV and he's like, I'm enacting martial law. I'm uh, like, he's going hard. He's doing his, his address to the nation. And dude, that's like, that's when you know shit is hitting the fan. Like he's saying shit and you're like, Oh, I've kind of dealt with this. Like I've done dude, COVID, you know, like we've, we've lived through this. And then he's like, there's martial law. Um, we're limiting everybody to quadrants. If you're not home now, you need to get home because pretty soon you're going to be stuck wherever you're at. Um, and then he goes on and he's like, 
I'm stepping down, general stepping up. I've got to go take care of my family because one of my kids is already dead and another kid is dying. I'm going to go be with my wife and family. And the president fucking bails. That's the last time you hear from the president in that book. And it's like, holy shit, that's that's a huge check mark on your on your apocalypse bingos when the president's like, it's all fucked. I'm out later, <laughs> dude. I, yeah, I, I like we we made a joke a couple episodes ago about the next plague is going to be Vikings when the ice melts. The Arctic is burning. <laughs> the Vikings are coming, bros. It's happening. Yeah, once that once that land or that ice barrier breaks down, then the Vikings can just sail right through. Yeah. Just unleash them, dude. And then the only thing protecting us is the pirates, and we don't know if they're going to fucking side with the Vikings. They probably are. Well, yeah. We keep killing them all the time. There's not going to be many left. They have a lot more in common. That's for sure. Pirates should definitely be in charge of the soundtrack, though. Yeah. Sure. Who would win in a fight, Vikings or pirates? Dude, I'm pretty sure pirates. I watched this on... Uh, Depends on what kind of pirates. Ultimate. Pirates have guns, bro. No, I'm talking OG pirates, not like Somali pirates. Okay. Was it? Uh, what was that show? Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior? Uh yeah, I don't I know what show you're talking about, but I don't remember what it was called. I want to say it was called Ultimate Warrior, but they'd be like Ninja versus Samurai or Pirate versus <laughs> Viking. Such a ridiculous. They tried to like act like there was science involved, and it's mm-hmm. like, bros, you're just fucking f- making shit up. Like I'm down, I'll watch it. You don't have to make up the science behind it. It's terrible, dude. <laughs> that was Spike TV, man. Yeah, that was dope. I'm pretty sure I watched Pirate versus Viking on that show at some point. But they I'm can't... not talking one pirate versus one Viking. I'm talking you got a Viking ship and you got a pirate ship. They break it down by individual and then and then also in groups. So if we're talking in the water, remember. pirates win because I'm pretty sure pirates had cannons and shit. Yeah, and Vikings had dude. like arrows. Yeah, not even they just were fucking Vikings. But if they like both hit the same island, I'm pretty yeah, sure so the Vikings just. Here, fucked can them. I can I set the scene? Can I set the scene? We're we're on uh, Tortuga, right? The Viking island, mm-hmm. and or I'm sorry, the pirate, pirate island. island. And all the pirates are getting drunk, hanging out, and fucking hookers and stuff. And the Vikings show up. Do the Vikings, Vikings are going to crush? Do them. the Vikings steamroll the pirates like they did oh, everybody yeah. else? If it's a full sneak attack and they're all drunk and, and getting laid, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not fair. No, there's not even a chance. Vikings just ass blast the pirates as soon as they land. Like it's not even funny. <laughs> but in a sea battle, like clearly the pirates have the advantage. Yeah, yeah. And I think if even like all right, dense fog. Vikings fucking pull up right next to a pirate ship and throw their shit and start to board. Uh, I think that's the closest battle. No, because Vikings will get crunk. They'll ram right into the side of that ship. They'll uh, sink it with just but just by hitting it. Yeah, but they got to not get shot by the cannons. And, Which is why you go straight at it. You don't go broadside. And pirates are devious, man. They'll throw all the kitchenware, like the forks and knives and spoons, into the cannon and shotgun blast, blast it. Ship. Yeah, <laughs> scurvy. They got diseases, you know. <laughs> yeah, polio. All the uh, here's what I imagine it going down like this: the Viking ship sneaks up on the pirates, rams them. All the Vikings climb up onto the pirate ship. They fight a couple of them, kill the weakest ones, and they're like, "Wait, where's everybody else?" And then the pirates are piecing out on their boat, and they're like, "Sorry, you're on a sinking boat, motherfuckers. We're gonna go keep being pirates." <laughs> Hell yeah, because <laughs> yeah. this is what we do for sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. I will pirates say win. that advantage also, like basically, what it comes down to is pirates have the range advantage because they have cannons and they have guns. Yeah, but Viking, I don't know. Vikings are just scary to imagine. For sure. And that's why if they get like to where you can see the whites that are eyes, I think the pirates are fucked. Can you imagine a Viking like coming up on you with like a fork sticking out of his cheek? Yes, absolutely. I can't have nightmares about it all the time. Damn. Yeah, dude, they don't give no fucks about forks. One of those old-fashioned forks, too. That's so creepy. <laughs> it's got like two just yeah. prongs. Twines or whatever. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> they're the, yeah. They're the honey badgers of, uh, it's like a wrought iron one too. 
It's all, fucking, it's all fucking heavy. Yeah, without a doubt. It's got all a, right, so a loop on the end and shit. Rolling to the next news article, uh, and this is more of one. It, it's actually not even recent. It just it fucked me up because I just now saw it for whatever reason. Uh, <clears throat> so I want to get into it. It was a, an article talking about how Disney had bought Pornhub and that they were going to use it to create Disney After Dark, which was a new streaming service where they were going to put all of the R-rated Fox movies that they now own, as well as the adult comedies like uh, Deadpool and stuff like that. But they were going to use Pornhub streaming platform for it. Did they really buy Pornhub or is that just bullshit? So it's fake news. Yeah. It's fake news. But it was just believable enough <laughs> that I was like, wait, what? And I, I thought go, you were going to say they're going to let Disney stars do adult films and then after dark things. Dude, oh, dude, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'll, no, sign, no, up, no. I'll sign up for we're, a premium we're, version. We're going to get to that. It's already that. happened. We're going to get to that for sure. But uh, it was just believable enough, right? Like just that like... All right, maybe like a subsidiary of Disney bought Pornhub so that they didn't like get called out for it. And yeah, and they'll tank the porno service and they'll turn it into something different and make it. Yeah, I could see it, dude. It was that's how you do a good troll, though, right? Like that's that's a shitty troll is where you're like fucking, you know, the 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 rhinos are taking over the world and people are gonna be like, no, they're not. There's no way that Sea Dew is a thousand dollars. <laughs> but if you were like, hey, you know, if he set it up real good and it's just believable enough, that's that's how you troll. That's a good troll. Yeah, dude, it was legit. And I guess like it was so believable and it was on like a, a fake a fake news when I air quoting that. But like, you know what I mean? Like the onion or whatever, but different, not them, but a different countries version of that or whatever. Uh, but it was believable enough that like some of the mainstream news like picked it up and were like, what the fuck? And. People were tripping about oh, it. Oh, dude, bit. If, if you were a troll and your story made it to the news, mm-hmm. that's like victory. Like you've won. Because now you're trolling the news. Like the news is supposed to vet their shit, and you know they're not because they're the fucking news now. Like yeah. everyone knows the news is, is shit, is garbage. But you get your shit on there. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Here, cheers. Cheers. Let's talk about this whiskey. Cheers. Let's talk. Whew. All right. Before I get into the bottle, let's talk about the flavor while it's still uh, fresh. <sighs> Sweetness. How do we feel? By the way, again, guys, this is uh, Broken Fence, Special Reserve, Single Barrel, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, batch number 23, 95 proof. 47.5% alcohol. I give it a 3 for sweetness. Sweetness? I, I, would, I would say like 2.5. I would Maybe say towards two. 3, but 2, 2.5. We'll do 2.5. 3, all in that range. All right, crunch. I think two. it's got a little crunch. I don't. 2. I I would say in 2.5. I put it right on par. Bite? It's, it's got, got a lot of bite. Three. <laughs> Three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with that. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll do drunkenness, and then I'll talk about the bottle. Uh, drunkenness, it's, it's all right. What is the proof? 95. 95. 47.5% alcohol by volume. So it's working. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Three, three-ish. Three. three and a half, maybe. Yeah. Do we want to go 3.5? No, I think we set three point five as a hundred. It's fucking hot. Marker. I'm gonna say three. I, I think I'm. I'm. It's fucking hot. So I'm jumping the gun a little. All right, bottle. So there is a little bit. So I'm gonna read it. I already read the front. Uh, there's not a lot. Uh, each bottle of Broken Fence Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey comes from an individual aging barrel. Every hand selected barrel contributes its own special characteristics, ensuring a unique drinking experience in each. So I don't know. They're like, it's good shit. Try it. That's, that's, you can't fault them for that. It's got a good bottle. Uh, I do like the bottle. There's nothing really particularly special about the bottle. There's nothing that says this is only for Broken Fence. They took a bottle and they slapped their label and top on it. Other than the pop being really good. But it, yeah, it does have a, 
a, a cork that's cool. So I have to give a caveat here. My little piece to this is uh, I'm not sure we're giving it a fair shake because it's temperature hot. Well, what do you think that's taken away from? It's been garage aged in a sense. Oh, the whiskey itself is temperature hot. Yep. You think so? Yeah. I, I disagree. I don't think it was that warm. Oh, I felt like it was. Yeah, it wasn't sitting in the car or anything. It's just out here. Wasn't any hotter than we are. Yeah, it's uh, been like a hundred and something the last few days. I don't know. I think it's got a cool, a cool label. It's got like, a, like weathered sticker kind of. I really do like that. So it's got the cork in the top, and there's a label that goes from one side of the bottle over the top of the cork, and then down the other side of the bottle. But it's like narrow, you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I really like that, I, and it's not necessarily rare or uncommon or whatever, but it is a thing that I like. So props to them for that. It does pour nice. It's a little bit wider at the base, which makes it a little more stable. I, I do know. like I like the font a lot as well, which yeah. is kind of getting into some like I like I it. Sound I like a douche. But I give it a three to three point five. I'll give it a three. Yeah, three, three easy, three to three point five somewhere in there. All right, guys. So, and we'll do uh, we'll talk about the drunkenness, um, or I'm sorry, the hangover next time. Uh, so I kind of want to roll this back a little bit though, because we were just talking about this news story that I believed was real and it wasn't. Has that happened to you guys? Yeah. All the time, bro. Where you thought something was real and it wasn't? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just troll enough and, like, just perfectly executed enough where it's like, holy shit, that's a thing? And you Google it and it's like, oh, never mind. Remember when, like, uh, remember when uh, coronavirus first hit? <laughs> I've like, heard it like, and like no, Bill no, no, Murray's dead. No, you know? Well, they, had, they said Trump had coronavirus and you clicked on it and it was like that dude with the huge dick. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a troll. <laughs> that got me. <laughs> I believed it. I hate it when people do that. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chris? Sorry, I cut you off. I know you motherfuckers listening know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, hangover last week was, we put it at a 1.5 for the Bowman Brothers. Um, there's a, let me see, there's a... I know there's a couple that have gotten me. Uh, this is definitely the most recent and like most, into, like, I had to Google this and like go on Snopes and be like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and it was, it wasn't even about like the Disney After Dark or anything. It was more about the like... Did Disney really buy Pornhub? Because that's fucking nuts if they did. Uh, and they didn't. But it was cool. Uh, but I did talk to a friend about this. And we both brought up the idea. What if Disney did buy Pornhub? And then they had the same actress that plays the main role do the porn offshoot. <laughs> oh, that's genius. Yeah. Double, fucking genius. Double dip in family style. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I found a uh, I found a website that just does like troll shit. You know, I j- all I did was type in the main, uh, and I'm not gonna advertise for them because fuck them, they don't pay us. But uh, I'm just gonna read the the top three like news articles because they're fun. All right, all right. Uh, top one: Three Texas clowns accused of terrorist plot for planning to throw ice cream pies at Donald Trump during rally. Uh, lottery winner arrested for dumping two hundred thousand dollars worth of manure on ex boss's lawn, and. Woman sues Samsung for $1.8 million after cell phone gets stuck inside her vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, what? all of those are like, they're just believable enough that you're like, holy shit, this is a thing? It's not. I assure you it's, well, yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a fake news source. Uh, and that reminds, like, I don't know, that kind of leads into one of my favorite things is the, like, offbeat news or not the onion, which we end up talking about a lot of that shit on here, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh... That news that just sounds completely fake, and then you're like, oh. Then it's real? That's actually real. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. the onion. Like uh, basalt zombies? Yeah, or uh, <laughs> I think this last week there was one where it was a dude that was driving a stolen car crashed into another girl that was driving a stolen car. 
And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, I've seen some stuff like that for sure. So how do you how do you vet your news? How do you make sure that you're not being duped? Uh, you just gotta look it up. Yeah, just Google that shit. Yeah, and then and then also assume that you're still being duped. What about uh, oh, this was in the news, and I don't know if it's real or not, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make a hard stance. Y'all y'all tell me what you think. Uh, Ron Jeremy is charged with rape in like 23 counts or something. like Fake that. news, dude. Did you verify it? So I believe you. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Yeah, dude. When I read that, like clearly that's a BuzzFeed style like news headline. That motherfucker did it. Like, can can we we all know that that motherfucker has raped people? Like, this is the guy that got famous for sucking his own dick. You know, he definitely raped people. That, there's no doubt in my mind that he hasn't done the greasiest shit possible. And now with all this like Me Too stuff that's happening, there's not people coming out being like Ron Jeremy's a, a fucking shitty human being. I agree, and, I, and I'm amazed that people are like, "What, Ron Jeremy?" Like, that shouldn't even be a news article. They should be like, well, yeah, it's Ron Jeremy. I, I agree. I think two things. So one, people probably just give Ron Jeremy like a, a pass. They're like, oh, it's Ron Jeremy. He just does that shit. It's okay. You know what I mean? He's that guy. You think? He also yeah. had sex with everybody. And number two, it's fake news. Because it's just it's fake news, dude. Well, I agree with you. He's done those things. He's terrible. It's fake news. <laughs> Why is it fake news? <laughs> fucking fake news, dude. <laughs> I don't think it's fake news. I think he'd probably rape some people. Dude, normally I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, dude, Ben Roethlisberger didn't rape Kobe Bryant. Did. Come on. I want to see some proof. Was there... Did you get a... a well, Kobe a, Bryant's not raping anyone anymore. A test done. Like, <laughs> like you know. Bro. Let, let me... let me. I want to see something. Usually I'm a naysayer. And for whatever reason, as soon as I read that, I was like, well, well yeah. Like, Ron Jeremy's a rapist. We all know that, right? Too bad it's fake news, though, and you can't trust it. Yeah. You know what's going to be funny, though, is... When it turns out, like, he didn't... Ron like, Jeremy's the only the fucking... Good like, guy, like, the one that didn't ever do it. Like, he's the Johnny Depp of porn stars. <laughs> my, my point is this. He's like, guys, why would I rape? I get laid all the time, and I can suck my own dick. What's up? Yeah, that's, that's a hard stance to take, though, to just be like, yeah, he did it. You know? Uh, have you seen this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> that's why I said I agree with all that, but it's still yeah. fake news. It's still fake news. It's He's still, all fucking hairy and gross. It, and fat. Even if it's not, <laughs> like, like dude. you don't know for sure. Like, once he's been convicted, then yeah, he's been convicted of a crime. We know for sure he went through due process, right? Like, innocent until proven guilty. What a downer. No, it's it's guilty <laughs> until proven innocent for sure. Which yeah. is which is why yeah, why it's fake news. Exactly. I don't know, man. I uh, have you. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I keep coming back to. Have you seen him? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Arctic's on fire, so it might be believable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I believe that Ron Jeremy's a rapist way before I believe that the Arctic is on fire. Like, if I had to, we should. That should be a bit that we do. Where like we did, we do. Where'd you fall with Bill Cosby? Two fake news and one one real news, and we try and decide which one's really twenty twenty news articles. Yeah. yeah. We should definitely do that. But where did you fall with Bill Cosby? Was it? Did you have the same immediate reaction with him? No, I didn't. But all that takes is like a quick Google and you're like, oh, shit, there's a lot of evidence against him. <laughs> turns out this is probably probably accurate. Yeah. Turns out Pornhub hides all the Ron Jeremy evidence. You have to search hard for it, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pay the premium, the premium subscription. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, Ron Jeremy's just a weird, fucking scary, gross dude. Like, he's like a troll. He looks like a mountain troll. Yeah. With the mustache. And, and a giant dick, by the way. 
Kind of more like a dwarf, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. He's fat though. I, like a like a. If you had to pick, eh, if I don't know, I'm nerding out. I'll tell you what. If you if you line six motherfuckers up in a line and you were like pick the rapist out of it and you didn't know who Ron Jeremy was, you'd be like that guy. Well, that I mean, guy's the rapist. <laughs> the rapist. At, at this point, he's old. I mean, that dude's got to be in his 70s, right? Wow, yeah. But he probably takes a lot of medication. Helps him. <laughs> I don't, that doesn't fix being a fucking creeper, though. He feels uh-huh. it, man. He feels it. Yeah, he's just a troll. Puts What's gas that? in the tank. Yeah, man, I don't know. He probably grew up, like, in West Virginia or something. Something like that. I don't know. So he was born in 53, so he's only 57. Where's he Where's he from? No, no 60, 70. 67. Yeah, 67. Where's he from? Does it say his his hometown? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was North Virginia. Let me check. Mm. 67 qualifies as old. Are you serious? Uh, he is from... Dude, that would explain everything. Yeah. I actually can't see right now. Sorry. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume he's from uh, West Virginia. Yeah, or Virginia or something like that. One of those places. Oh, he was born in Queens. Fuck. Oh, no. To a middle-class Jewish family. Jeremy's a very Jewish name. I am. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I didn't say Chop was. <laughs> yeah, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like inbred or something. You know those. Wow. That, that, that took a turn. Wow. It's really going for the for the death blow, huh? The large member and the the sexual appetite. You know what I mean? So this is how Enzo's point happened. Oh no, Ron Jeremy started it. <laughs> Let's take another shot. Yeah, hell yeah, dude! This this broken fence shit—it doesn't taste bad, but it, it'll get you drunk. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, cheers. <sighs> Definitely got a bite. Oh yeah, that uh is amplified by the meat snacks I just ate. That pepper and uh, whiskey, or something. I'm sure that'll do wonders for your heartburn, acid indigestion, Chuck, and my butthole. You're a talented uh, uh, beef jerky um, producer. Thank you. I've been working on it. <clears throat> oh man not to mention the the whiskey we ate was also or the uh beef jerky we ate was also whiskey battered battered marinated <clears throat> sometimes i sometimes jerky. i eat my whiskey sometimes i i drink it i haven't figured out how to smoke it yet but one day we'll get there so i'm not gonna let us uh glaze past the incest discussion <laughs> <laughs> without sharing with you guys of course not this is whiskey and whiskers why would we just fly past the incest bros bros so I must spend way too much time on YouTube, and I made the mistake of watching this video called The Whitakers, and it was like 10 minutes long, and uh, it's literally the front porch of like this shack in Virginia, and there's like five people sitting on the front porch, and there's dogs running around and shit, and the guy walking with the cameras narrating, he's like, it's been nine years since I've been here, visited the Whitakers, coming back to say hi and see how everybody's doing, and as you get closer, they're all kind of like... God, 40 to 60 years old they're all just kind of sitting on couches outside on this porch and kind of looking off in the distance with two different eyes looking two different directions you're like oh shit and there's this guy that he knows his name is robert he's like robert is that you (coughs) this guy and it's like i was like oh they got dogs in the house no it was this guy this is how he responds to like fucking people talk to him he's like how you doing robert (coughs) and just that's all he says eyes looking different directions fucking weird dude like he wraps his hands around the back of his pants and, like, walks around and holds his pants up. It's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> like, just fuck him for that, right? Yeah. 
God, dude, you know he hasn't changed his pants in like months, and they're all brown and piss stained and shit. Now, so, if incest is your thing, we're we're not here to king shame, but with incest, you're just wrong. <laughs> yeah, these were all the products of like uh, ancestral relationship, and they showed the parents, and they were like, look just like the kids, man, just fucking. Is that is that accurate, or is that just your take on it? No, it's accurate. They're like documenting this incested family, basically. What? Yeah, it's real deal, Holyfield, man. So one of the three brothers that the guy had interviewed had passed away since he was last there. And he's like, where is he buried? And he's like, ah, ah. and he like walks literally across the, off the porch, across a dirt driveway in front of where it's like broken down piece of shit cars parked. They just dug a grave in the, in the driveway and he just buried right there. And he just walks around holding his pants up ah, ah, and pointing at it and shit. And you're like, Oh my God, dude. And he's like, that's your brother. And he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> like fuck. yeah, there's one lady there who can like speak and communicate. And you can tell she's just like on a different planet, you know, living with these people because they're just like one one guy's like forty five, crawling around like a dog and acting like a kid, you know. And they're like, get on the couch, quit acting like that, pull your pants up. And he's like, and being is, all silly. This is what's gonna happen when the anti vaxxers take over the world. That is bad, man. <coughs> I didn't think this stuff was real, man. How do they like pay their property taxes? I, I'm sure, I'm sure they're on some kind of welfare program. Dare I say that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but like someone still has to like file paperwork or something i bet they're yeah. all disabled they all have some kind of income because they're disabled and they probably grow tobacco <laughs> they, they make moonshine tobacco farm dude and moonshine <laughs> moonshine's their like seasonal business that's how they keep the lights on in the winter time i guess i'm i'm not asking about how they stay afloat financially i'm asking about like how does someone file their taxes you they know have a I'm mailbox like, bro i don't know they bury their bro in the front like yard they just, I don't they know. just log into the internet you know no there's no internet in this house man <laughs> washing machines outside you know what i'm saying no you gotta go to the mcdonald's to connect to the wi-fi the washing machine is outside you're like do they have a computer and you're like bro the washing machine is outside you're like, oh. and it's not a wi-fi a fucking washing machine is it bluetooth can i use wi-fi? it doesn't reach that far it's broken yeah they got a smart fridge. It's their fridge that has their cousin's brain preserved in it. Yeah. They can log on to the Wi-Fi, but it's not connected to the internet, so it's not good. <laughs> oh, I guess man. there's got to be... So- I don't know. Yeah, that's- I'm getting into, like, sads. There's got to be social workers or something that's like, helps helps them. Oh, these people were fine and dandy, dude. They're <laughs> fucking happy as could be. They had not a problem in the world. They're happy as guys there to see them. It's just, like- it's just bizarre way of living, you know what I mean? Like, do they you mean fucking your sister? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's their dad's business and their mom's business. They're just kind of like chilling. You know what I mean? Burying family members in the front yard. So weird, dude. Right in the driveway. Just fucking right in the driveway. Just, just oh, fucking... let's get weird with it. You think he was sad when he buried his brother in the driveway? <laughs> he didn't. Like that was weird. Is he didn't act like it. He just like walked over and barked like he did everything else. Off the show to you guys. I can't play it on the show, but wow. Yeah. I showed it to my wife, and she was like, nope, that's like my biggest fear, is that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some Hills Yeah, deliverance. It's real, dude. It's crazy. It blows my mind that that still can exist in 2020, you know? Like, we think we're so fucking smart and advanced, and yet that, I'm assuming that's in America somewhere. Yeah, yeah, they spoke English. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. Well, the lady did, the one lady did. The other guy didn't talk, and then the lady just sat there. The other lady just sits there on the couch the whole time. No, that was actually in Tokyo. Everybody. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. But yeah, that shit's real. Generational incest. Yeah. 
Can you like for real though? Can you imagine that trying to progress to the point that it is now, but in fucking Tokyo? Like with no, because they would end up <laughs> fucking other people, and you would you would uh, muddy up the bloodline. You know? Yeah. You want to keep that bloodline pure? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, y'all lost me. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> You've gone too far. Dude, apparently people turn blue if they inbreed way too much. So the Smurfs? I, I don't know. Now you're taking it off. That's like conspiracy. They, like they die and they turn blue, or like no, they're... like they're living. There's a picture of some a blue family. They're all inbred. <laughs> there was like only one girl. Well, if they were green, they would die. So I know I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be blue. Let me see. Uh, here, it's like a YouTube clip. Oh, it's really small. You can't see it. Yeah, you know, it's good radio. It's watching videos on radio. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. should watch videos. Yeah, sorry. It's a reaction video. Oh dang. <laughs> Look at this video. I wish y'all could see this. You can't see because it's a podcast. <laughs> we'll put pictures on the website. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> no. It's our family. I hope we alienate everybody. <laughs> we have grade A production quality here at Whiskey and Whiskers. We watch videos and tell you about it <laughs> while you can't see the videos. <laughs> I mean, we're nothing if not professionals. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it'd probably be a, a easier for our listeners to just turn us off and watch the Whitakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm suggesting is go to YouTube, watch this video. But don't do that for a couple more minutes. Yeah. And then come back and comment. Tell us what you think. Yeah. It's kind so, of a mini critically ashamed. Uh, I had a fight in words, and I'm trying to remember what it was right now because it was important. It was really, really important. Oh, I know an important um, uh, fight in words we could do, but I'm not going to do it because it's way too... Way too controversial? Way too controversial. Oh, but we'll fight about it. I know fucking fists will be flying <laughs> in about fucking 3.5 milliseconds. T- just tell me what it's about. We won't argue about it. Oh, we're going to fucking argue about it. I'm not saying it on the air. We're not talking about it. Really? You're going to do that to us? I'll, I'll say The Stranger. If you want to know what it is. Are you talking about sitting week? on your hand and beating off? <laughs> no. No, The Other Stranger. Stephen King? No. Billy Joel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember what it was. I'm good. All right, let's go. Uh... <clears throat> Men pound for pound top rank fighters. Daniel Cormier is ranked number five. Who's one? Mighty Mouse. John Can you Jones. Give us a rundown of the top five. So John Jones, mm-hmm. Khabib, Stipe Miocic, Adesanya, and then Cormier. Right. Now to preface this, I'm going to go through the five that followed him. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's who would should be better than him, in my opinion. Uh, Usman. Better. Volkanovski. McGregor. Poirier. And Max Holloway. That's the top ten. Dude, Poirier and Max Holloway are both strong contenders. I don't know. Daniel Cormier only lost to John Jones, though, right? Or, oh, and Miocic. Yeah. Those are different weight classes, though. No, did he lose to Miocic? He yeah. did lose to Miocic. The most recent time they fought, Miocic beat him. Yeah, body shot. And Miocic is ranked number two, which makes sense. However, here's here's my argument, right? And and when I first post this to like my friend circle, somebody was like, hey, DC's a good fighter, like... He deserves to be up there. If you put DC in the ring today, today, right now at fucking 7.54 p.m. on July 8th, is DC going to be as good or better than those other fighters? Well, there's some weight discrepancies there. Right. But is he going to perform at that level? No, he's not. He's just not. He can commentate at that level. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I'm not arguing that. What I'm arguing is that if you were to put him in the ring at any given time, most of the people, most of the five below him 
would be a better pound for pound fighter. They would be more. I don't know. They might be more entertaining. It's. I'm in a weird spot because I don't like DC. To me, like John Jones was always the champion. Yeah. You know? uh, I'm not a DC fan. I don't really like him as a commentator, but he only ever lost to John Jones and and I guess to Miocic once. I don't know why they have Gano on that list. But, but here's the other thing: is Gaethje is the fucking top contender right now, and Poirier is ranked higher pound for pound than he is. Does Gaethje have a better record? How do they do all those stats? What's their algorithm for it? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I'm, but obviously it's flawed. Yeah, I would be more curious. What's the actual UFC rankings? That is UFC. But it's different weight classes in some of these cases. You're right. This is men's pound for pound top rank. Oh, that's yeah, and I feel like there's some there's some room in there for Mighty Mouse. There's some room in there for... And is this all time or current UFC. fighters? Current fighters. Uh I don't know, dude. He's he's number five. Yeah. So current fighters, you take McGregor out because he's retired. You take he's at that. he's at number eight, and I do agree that he needs to get the fuck off the list. And you take out. Um, give me the give me the next two after after Cormier, Usman and Volkanovski. So I feel like there's a strong argument for Usman. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, he's about to beat the crap out of Masvidal. Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to beat the brakes off Masvidal. Yeah, but I'll take Masvidal for du- for double. For two to one odds, you really think Usman's going to beat Masvidal? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man, it's going to be a good fight. Uh, for sure, Connor needs to get the fuck off the list because he just doesn't matter. His yeah, last fight I, was against Cowboy. My, and don't hate on Cowboy. I'm not. Like I'm not. But Cowboy has assigned himself to being a gatekeeper. Like that's what he's done. I I agree that maybe that he shouldn't be in the top five. I just don't know who you should put up there aside from Usman, who seems like an, an obvious Poirier. Yeah, Gaethje, Holloway, even Holloway, dude, Holloway is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But I've seen all those guys lose. Ah, man, I don't know. I guess we. I guess we'll have to see the next. Uh, Cormier is going to fight Miocic, right? One more time. Yeah. So then we'll be able to decide for sure. Is he really like? Because if he beats the brakes off Miocic, dude, he's dude. he's better than everybody except John Jones. He should be in the top five. You know what's going to happen? Is they're going to put them together. Uh... Miocek is going to break, beat the fucking brakes off of him. Just beat the fucking shit out of him. And then they're still going to have him at like number eight best pound for pound fighter in the world because they suck his dick harder than any fucking hooker ever could suck your dick. <laughs> they love Daniel Cormier for no fucking reason. Like half the fucking people that watch UFC are like, fuck Daniel Cormier. I don't like DC. Sorry, DC. I, I actually like, like him you, as a commentator. Uh, as a commentator, he's not bad. I don't like him as a fighter, though. This is why I say I'm in a weird spot. Chop, I appreciate your enthusiasm, <laughs> and also I'm on the fuck DC bandwagon. I just, I mean, it's hard. It's nobody hard nobody can deny, no, though, that not, they suck look. his dick so hard. Like, look. they want him to be the champion because they just want him for whatever reason. And he's a shitty fucking champion. He's the GSP of our era, like this current nah, era. He didn't got shit on GSP. That's not, they're not even, that's apples to oranges. Uh, here's the thing about DC. DC is like the college football team um, that had a bunch of no-name colleges on their schedule, so they go undefeated every year um, and always make it to the top five talk because uh, you had an easy fucking ladder climb up. He only had a couple of hard fights, and they were all for the fucking title. And those weren't even the hardest fights that he could have taken at the time. But that should speak to his record if you're only like john jones most of his fights have been for the belt yeah you know and so but he won all of them and like it decisively and it right 
He's had se- I, seventeen I of fights for the belt. DC's had like fucking three. And this is still not apples to apples, but I would say like uh, uh, Cowboy's record probably isn't indicative of how good he really is. Yeah, because everybody he fights is elite. Yeah, he's a, he's a gatekeeper. Um, if you can't beat him, you're you don't deserve a shot at the title. You know. Yeah. But he doesn't fight chumps. He fights good people, and he loses. But he's not a loser. You no. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC won, except to Miocic once and to John Jones. Did he actually win a John Jones? Right, but so the did he or did he get it handed to him? No, John he Jones... got it handed to him. Both, I think he's fought John Jones twice, right? Mm-hmm. And John Jones is fucking ass blasted him both times and he'll get ass blasted again if he tries to fight him again mm-hmm. dude i think anybody gets ass blasted if they fight john jones yeah Fuck, but dude. my so my comparison to gsp Except for what gustafson gustafson hung in there. my comparison to gsp it was wrong but they are similar champions in the sense that they're just gonna lay on top of somebody dry hump them for five minutes and then get a win out of it i and can't believe i'm being the devil's advocate here but because I really don't like DC, <laughs> but he, dude, he's short. He never uh, deserves. He's out it. of shape. He never. He can, he can like close the distance and and like throw some big fucking hits in there. He takes people to the ground. His sprawl's good. His ground game's good. I mean, I, I agree that when you say he's in the top five, I'm like, wait, that's not right. But I I can't for the life of me think like who should be there instead, except for Usman. Usman's the only one. That's also, like, yeah. until until DC actually puts on gloves and steps out into the octagon, that motherfucker's retired in my book. Yeah. Uh, same with Connor, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dude, again, I would Connor's argue kind of the same thing. You could argue that Connor, if if DC is up there, you could argue that Connor is up there. He who is he lost to? You mm-hmm. know, people say the same thing about Mike Tyson, though. They're like, look at who he fought. Yeah, he had all those knockouts and stuff, but he only had like two big championship like hardcore fights like Evander Holyfield Buster Douglas Lewis those guys those are his real testing fights you know he didn't fight like Rocky Balboa yeah after Apollo Apollo was a tough fight for Tyson though but he knocked him out I guess I guess if I'm being honest I think I think DC deserves to be in the top 10 I feel like it was currently probably... right now again it's 801 now right now if you put him in the yeah. ring this second you think he's in the top 10. Okay, how about this? Where's Naganu on there? Is he on there? That's what I was saying. Not even on there. So, if DC fights Naganu right now, who wins? Naganu. Right a shot. DC doesn't want any of that, dude. DC was commentating that fight and he didn't he was saying it then. So there I mean, just that should be a a telltale sign. What about uh If uh, he's going to come out, that's who he should have to fight in my opinion. Yeah. What about uh Derek Lewis? Uh Derek he Lewis fought Derek Lewis, didn't he? DC? Yeah, I thought DC fought Derek Lewis before he fought Miocic. That would at least be a good fight, but I think DC might actually win that fight. DC would win that. Derek Lewis, he didn't shit, honestly. Well, I mean, if we all agree that Naganu will beat the brakes off of him, I'm just trying to figure out where, where he does stack rank. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Naganu, Usman. Well, I don't know why Naganu isn't up there. Who did he lose to? So, my, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that regardless of your history, that does not make you a fucking... Champion right now. I right now, you. yeah. And that's why I think McGregor doesn't deserve to be there. I don't think Cormier deserves to be there. And, I mean, Holloway's ranked number 10. I feel like that's... Not eh, fair, yeah. That's a little off, Not maybe. fair, that's a little off. I think he deserves to be a little bit higher. But, again, that's because of his history. He has lost a couple times recently. But, again, he was also jumping weight. So that's kind of one of those, like, all right, if he was fighting the motherfuckers in his weight class, maybe yeah, he would see, be higher. 
I'm ready to, if if DC would just honest to God retire and bail. Let John Jones because I don't think for some reason as shitty as a person that John Jones is, I think there's something in him that's like I'm I'm happy being the most dominant light heavyweight. I don't need to go up and take heavyweight from the not even the belt, but like the prestige from DC. Like yeah. I think if John Jones went up in a weight in weight, dude, he could hang with Miochik. He could. Mm-hmm. But I think Gustus doesn't piece him up. I don't think he has any any desire to do that. But it would be nice if DC bailed out and then John Jones stepped up and was like, oh, I'll hold two belts. Who cares? Yeah. Much like uh, Holloway tried to do and uh, Connor also stepped up weight. I'd like to see DC and Gustafson again if he's going to come out of retirement. Because I think Gustafson's coming back from a long time of being off, too. Dude, I'm so excited to see Miocek just beat the fucking brakes off of DC. I'm oh, excited I so for it. I hope he does. I hope so, man. He needs to. I, I think he will. I really do. <laughs> and we're all ready for DC to retire, though, right? Can we yeah. all agree on mm-hmm. that? For sure. Yeah, Motherfucker's like 45. <laughs> and he's just not entertaining. I don't know why. He's just goofy. You're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, He's just kind of whiny to me. And and god damn it, I hate this fucking UFC being like, oh, he's the perfect champion. He's a honorable guy and a, a perfect stand-up man of what we want to be a champion. And it's like, dude, your champion is a f- fucking piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit (laughs) he's doing cocaine and fucking hookers and getting drunk and crashing his car that is your champion deal with it that dude will beat the fucking brakes off of dc every time they see each other yep yep i agree i like again i appreciate your enthusiasm uh chop is outraged and i don't don't think you need like uh, this goes back to we were talking about the ford versus ferrari on the midweek right uh they wanted the the Good all American boy, you know, they wanted the the collegiate wrestler. They wanted the Yeah. Dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, just because John Jones is not a good guy all American doesn't mean he's not a gnarly fucking awesome champion to watch. Yeah, he's the goat. You know? He's the goat. And uh, Dana White's quoted as saying it, dude. Yeah. I, I John Jones is fun. Dude, he's fun to watch and he's mean and he's bad. Every time I, he steps wish, in the ring, I'm going to watch it. I wish he would just embrace his heel, like, Yeah, you know, the only time persona. I didn't like watching him is when he tried to come back and be all holier than thou. And that, that was That's what I'm was saying. Like, just shut up and be yourself. Just Quit be a bad shit. guy. Yeah. Like. Well, own it. WWE this shit. Hit somebody with the table and let's call it a <laughs> Hell yeah. And then get drunk and wreck your car afterwards. <laughs> yeah. He's going to do that Again. regardless. Again. Yeah. I mean, we're just rooting for our people, you know? Yeah, like you see Khabib. <laughs> Khabib beats... Uh, McGregor and then jumps out of the ring and like starts punching other people. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, let John Jones do that shit. I want to, you know. Yeah, dude, I don't care if John Jones like go as hard as you want to go. John Jones, go hard. Be a bad guy. Embrace your heel. Like that's that's what's gonna sell. And yeah. you're already the champ. Who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Argu- skills there. Arguably the goat. Like just. Mm-hmm. At this point, fuck your reputation. Just come in there and beat the fucking brakes off of everybody who shows up until you don't, and then crash your shit and get arrested again. <laughs> like, whatever. What you were going to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm i pissed off. I'm uh, I'm outraged, as you can tell. That's Where's a good place for you to be, Chop. <laughs> yeah, they got it messed up. I agree with you, Chop. I'm on, I'm on your side on this one. So, we're all on the bandwagon for DC getting knocked out by Stipe. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully so. And hopefully retiring him. Yeah. That's, hopefully. God, I hope so. 
Knocks his teeth out. He maybe gets some straight teeth after that. Yikes. Hell yeah. He'll be a better announcer. You know? That's mean. This is what, the third time they fought? Like, at this yeah. point, Stipe's got to have his number. Like, Well, he so Stipe lost the first one. Uh-huh. And he got knocked out. Beat the brakes off him on the second one. Body shafts. Yeah, let's see it. All right, guys. The Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, all, and uh, also, <laughs> you can find links... To every way you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, go on there, check out our links to Audible and Ducanon as well. You can help out uh, support the show. We've got new content all the time, new episodes every Monday. We'll see you next week.